We shall share a word of prayer today as we enter into our children's series. Precious Father, we bless you because you have a passion on your heart that children should be shaped and brought up in the fear of the Lord. As we handle our program today, we pray that you speak to our hearts. We pray that you open the hearts of the children, that they will truly be shaped. We pray for our parents, oh God, and the other listeners who are equally interested in the bringing up of the children in the fear of the Lord. In your mercy, we plead with you, O oh God, that the Holy Spirit will come and take your word and cause your word, O oh God, to penetrate our heart, to shape our heart, to mold our lives. We pray, O oh God, that this period will not be a wasted period as we listen to your word. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Yes, so as we enter into our children's series, the passion on our hearts is that children may be opened up in order that they may be shaped in the fear of the Lord and that our parents, parents will be able to cooperate with God in order to bring up our beloved children in the fear of the Lord so that these children, when they grow up, they will not depart from that pathway that the parents have shown them. Our generation is in desperate need of children who fear God because the future depends on the children. The future of our generation, the future of our nation, the future of planet Earth depend on these children that we are shaping up today in order that they may fear God. We have been looking at model children in the Bibles and try to look at their lives. What are the things that we can learn in their lives, in their character, that can be a blessing to us today and to our children, that we as parents may be able to learn and know how we can equally shape our own children to grow up in the fear of the Lord. And today, in our sharing, we are looking at one of the young kings in the Bible called King Josiah. Look at his life as a child and how his childhood molded him to become a revivalist. One who destroyed uprooted idols in the temple of the Lord and brought revival and brought the people of Israel back to their God. Let's open our Bibles to the book of Second Chronicles chapter 34 from verse 1. So we are looking at Josiah. Josiah was eight years old when he became king and he reigned in Jerusalem 31 years. He did what was right in the eyes of the Lord and walked in the ways of his father David, not turning aside to the right or to the left. Looking at this young child, and I believe that some of you children who are listening to me this day, you are eight years old. Parents, there are some of your children now who are eight years old. Just, just listen to who this young child, what this young child did. 
He was eight years old when he became king. His father had died and he suddenly became king. And he reigned in Jerusalem 31 years. He did what was right in the eyes of the Lord. Everything that we do, every single thing that we do is always in the eyes of the Lord. And the Lord evaluates it whether it is good or whether it is evil. And the Bible says he walked in the ways of his father David. David was not the biological father of King Josiah. The grandfather of King Josiah was Manasseh. His father was Ammon. But there was a problem. What was the problem? Go back to, let's go to Second Chronicle chapter 33. Verse 1 talks about who the grandfather was. Manasseh was 12 years old when he became king and he reigned in Jerusalem 55 years. Verse 2 says he did evil in the eyes of the Lord. Fully the detestable practices of the nation the Lord had driven out before him. So the grandfather, there was nothing to be copied from the life of the grandfather. There was nothing that made the grandfather a model. There was nothing that if King Josiah did in the life, followed in the life of the grandfather, he would become a person who would please the Lord. That was the, 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 the grandfather. Verse 21 tells us about who the father was. Amnon. Ammon was 21 years old when he became king and he reigned in Jerusalem two years. He did evil in the eyes of the Lord as his father Manasseh had done. Ammon worshipped and offered sacrifices to all the idols Manasseh had made. So his grandfather did evil in the eyes of the Lord. His father did evil in the eyes of the Lord. And, um, and Josiah needed to have an example to copy and he refused to copy the example of his parent. He, ref he refused to copy the example of his father Ammon. His father committed evil. He refused to imitate the example of his grandfather Manasseh. But he decided to choose a model king who pleased the Lord. A king whose, that it was said, he was a man after God's own heart, David. You can decide to reject the wrong example. Whether the wrong example of your father, whether the wrong example of your mother, whether the wrong example of your grandfather, whether the wrong example of the, your, your sisters, your immediate siblings. If you will be pleasing to God, you as a child must decide that the wrong examples around you will not be copied. You can make the right example written in the Bible. You can make the right example in the church. You can make the right example around you, your model. 
So the first thing we see about this young king is that he walked, he did what was right in the eyes of the Lord. Young as he was, eight years old, he decided that all the evil that he was seeing his father do, that he heard about concerning his grandfather, he will not do it. As a child, if you will please the Lord, young as you are, you must make a decision that you will walk right with God. And as parents, having your children in your immediate environment, you must decide that you will be the right example to your children so that your children will not reject you in their heart and begin to look for their model somewhere else because this is a generation that has, parents have failed their children. Parents have not provided, many parents have not provided the right example that their children can copy. So many parents are not models to their children. King Josiah did what was in the was right in the eyes of the Lord. His father did evil in the eyes of the Lord. His grandfather did evil in the eyes of the Lord. But he decided he would do what was right in the eyes of the Lord. You may live in a world, in an environment where everybody has chosen to do evil. But if you want to please God, choose to do what is right in the eyes of the Lord. So Josiah, at the age of eight, began to do what was right in the eyes of the Lord. And that's the foundation of a life that will be a successful life. Because a successful life is not how the world will evaluate you. A successful life is what God finally says about you. So he did what was right in the eyes of the Lord. He did what was right in the eyes of the Lord. His parents did not do what was right in the eyes of the Lord. And the Bible tells us that he walked in the way, the pathway of his father David. Though David was not his immediate uh, uh, parent, he chose the right example. There are many right examples that you can choose as a child. There are many right examples that you can inspire, you can stay up your children, encourage your children to choose the right example. But better still, as a father, as a mother, be a model parent that your children have the right person to copy. So we are in chapter 34. He did what was right in the eyes of the Lord, and then he walked in the ways of his father David, not turning aside to the right or to the left. He focused on the right example he heard about David. The right example you read in the Bible, the right example you see around, we read the Bible and we receive teachings like this, looking at these model children in order to have the right examples that we can copy and to reject wrong example. 
There is no pride in falling in the pathway of a wicked person, irrespective of what everybody say about such a person. So that you say a drug addict, you see wicked people around, and everybody want, want to behave like them, just because people, other people have approved of their wicked ways of life, we do not choose wickedness. We do not choose evil. We choose right examples and we follow right examples and we please the Lord because we have done what is right in his eyes. Verse 3. So the first thing is that as a child, you must choose the right example. As a child, you must decide to walk right in the eyes of the Lord. Walking right in the eyes of the Lord is to reject evil. To reject evil company. Because the Bible says, evil company corrupts good morals. Walking right in the eyes of the Lord is rejecting a sinful life. Walking right in the eyes of the Lord is deciding that you will not be disobedient. Walking right in the eyes of the Lord is deciding that you will do the thing that you have read in the Bible. What God wants is what you will do. Walking right in the eyes of the Lord is a decision to obey the Lord. Walking right in the eyes of the Lord is a re decision to reject wrong example. Be an obedient child and walking right in the eyes of the Lord for parents is presenting a right example that if your children obey, the Lord will be happy with them and happy with you. So the first thing, he walked right. He chose the right model. And then he followed the right model. Whether you like it or not, people are, there are children who are watching you. Not only children. Our world is in desperate need of people who will be ahead and they are able to say like Paul, be my imitator as I imitate Christ. The world is in desperate need in a confused world like ours. There must be people who rise up to live the right life, to live a life that if other people will copy them, God will be happy with those people because they have copied the right example. Those are called fathers. You are not a father because you produce a child. Let it not be that one day your children will reject you in their hearts because you are a wrong example. Bad moral, bad character. Had Manasseh lived, had Ammon lived, he would have heard the, the, the son Josiah say, I'm following the way of my father, David. And he would have asked, am I not your father? He would have said, no, because you lived a life that should not be copied. From verse 3, in the eight years of his reign, while he was still young, he began to seek the God of his father, David. In the eighth year of his reign. So, at the age of eight, he started following an example. 
He started falling in the pathway of the righteous. And then after eight years, he started seeking the God of this man, David. The God of his father, he was asking himself, what made King David to be such a righteous king? What made King David to be a king that everybody admired? And he discovered it was because of the God of David. David was a seeker of God. David loved God. David sought after the Lord. He was a person who said, as the deer pants after streams of water, so does my soul pant for you, O God. And Josiah said, if that is what made David the king he was, I will seek that God. We don't just seek the God of anybody. We seek the God of the righteous, our father David. So he began to seek the God of his father David. You will not grow up to become the type of person that you ought to be if you are not a seeker of God. As we have looked through our series of model children, we saw in the case of John the Baptist, who was born for a mission, consecrated for a mission, lived for a mission, and accomplished a mission. He was a focused person. He withdrew into the wilderness to seek his God. If you take away God from your life, you can never grow up to be the person that you ought to be. You seek God. That's the reason why you go to church. We saw the parent of Jesus. Taken to the, to, to the temple and dedicated they dedicated the child Jesus. We saw the, 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 the mother of, of, of Samuel. He took Samuel to the temple. And Samuel remained in the temple all the days of his life. The same thing we saw the mother of Moses. Moses taught. Moses' mother taught Moses. And built up Moses in the fear of the Lord. So that when Moses grew up, Moses was able, irrespective of the thing that he was learning, the wrong things around, the, all the education of Egypt, Moses could reject that which was wrong. That's why you go to church. That's why you read the Bible. That's why you attend your morning devotion in your family. That's why you attend prayer meeting. That's why when, when you are called to fast, you fast because you are seeking God. If you seek God, you will find God. And as you seek God, God will change your life. Nobody will seek God for you. Nobody will read the Bible for you. So King Josiah began to seek God. He began to read the, read the word. He began to have personal time to pray. And the Bible says, in his 12th year, he began to purge Judah and Jerusalem of high places and Asherah pole, calf idol, and cast images. As you seek God, you will soon discover in your life, you will soon discover around you the things that God does not want. 
So the first thing we see about Josiah was that he became king when he was just eight years old. Then the second thing we see is that he did what was right in the eyes of the Lord. The third thing is that he chose a model, a right model. Somebody who had lived a righteous life and walked in the pathway of righteousness and who succeeded. And then the fourth thing we are seeing is that he did not just follow the example of others. He equally decided that his own life would be different and for his life to be different, he need to encounter this God who changes lives. He sought God. And as he sought God, God showed to him the things in his kingdom, the things around him that he did not want. As you read the Bible, as you listen to preaching, as you go to church, you will be shown the things in your life that God does not want. It is your responsibility to do like King Josiah did, to take them out of your life. It is your responsibility to do like King Josiah did. You pull them, pull them out of your life. Pull away those idols. Pull away those things that are competing with God on your heart. So the Bible says, he decided to reach, he flushed out all those things. You seek God and God will show you. Since you want to love me, you want to follow me. This, I don't like this. I don't like this. I don't like this. There may be idols in your heart, idols in your home, filthy things around you, filthy books, filthy films that they are watching. God will tell you, I don't want this. You seek God in order that God may show you what he wants, and then you will start doing it, what he does not want, then you will stop them. So we have seen Josiah did what was right in the eyes of the Lord. Josiah chose an example to follow. In other words, he became a disciple of David because a disciple follows an example, a model. He follows a model. Choose the right example, follow that model. Then take time you yourself to seek God, read the Bible, go to church, be attentive as we saw in the life of the Lord Jesus Christ. He was sitting among the teachers. He was asking questions. He was answering. Attentive in the presence in the temple of God means that you will learn seeking God with all your heart in order that you may encounter God. Then as you seek God, what God tells you, pull them out of your life. So Josiah, he, all the idols, all the images, this he broke to pieces and scattered over the, the grave of those who had sacrificed to them. In fact, before he was born, he was actually born for a mission. 
a prophecy had come about 300 years back that a king was going to be born. A child would be born, a king would be born, and his name would be Josiah. And that this person is going to, there were certain things that he was going to do. There were certain things that he was going to do. And what we are seeing is exactly what this king, Josiah, did. Let's open our Bible to the book of 1 Kings, chapter 13. From verse 1. By the word of the Lord, a man of God came from Judah to Bethel. At Jeroboam was standing by the altar to make an, alt, an offering. One of those uh, uh, altars for, for uh, uh, idol worshipping. He cried out against the altar by the word of the Lord. O altar, altar. This is what the Lord says. A son named Josiah will be born to the house of David. On you will he sacrifice the praise of the high places who now make offerings here and human bones will be burnt on you. He said, This was 300 years before Josiah was born. A clear prophecy created for a purpose, then born for a purpose. But if you give yourself to evil, you will never accomplish the purpose for which God created you. If you don't walk in the fear of God, you will never accomplish the purpose for which you were created. So 300, about 300 years before this young boy was born, a clear prophecy, and his name is mentioned. The same thing, we saw the name John. The same thing, even the name Jesus. A born for a purpose. Don't waste that purpose by you are disobedient by living in sin. So what we see Josiah doing here, as we're reading in Second Chronicles chapter thirty-four, he is just accomplishing prophecy, destroying the idol, overthrowing, pulling out, uprooting, because he came to destroy idols in Israel. We're in chapter 34 of Second Chronicles. Verse 8. In the 18th year, we see step by step the growth of Josiah. He followed an example. He walked right. He was making progress. Then he began to seek God. Then as he sought the Lord, the Lord spoke to him. And as the Lord spoke to him, he set out to destroy, take away the wrong thing, take away the wrong things. In verse 8, in the 18th year of Josiah's reign, to purify the land and the temple, he sent Shaphan, son of Azaliah, 
and Messiah, the ruler of the city, would draw son of Jehoahaz, the recorder, to repair the temple of the Lord his God. What do we see him here doing? He sent out people to go and repair the temple of the Lord his God. God, God is not build, just building you up to sit passively. God wants you to grow up and serve him. So he is repairing the temple of the Lord his God. And the first thing we know is that we are the temple of the living God. We need to put our lives right. Repair whatever is wrong in your life. Put it right. Then God will send you to go and serve him. To go and put things right. Help other people to put things right in their own lives. Verse 9. They went to Hilkiah the high priest and gave him the money that had been brought into the temple of God, which the Levites who were the doorkeepers had collected from the people of Manasseh, Ephraim, and the entire remnant of Israel, and from all the people of Judah and Benjamin and the inhabitants of Jerusalem. They entrusted it to the men appointed to supervise the work on the lost temple. These men paid the workers who repaired and restored the temple. Josiah had a passion to see that the temple of God was repaired. You should be interested in the house of God. You should be interested in the service of God. You should be interested in the work of God. You should be interested in the purposes of God. They also gave the man, uh, money to the carpenters and builders to purchase dress stones and timber for for just and beam for the building that the king of Judah had allowed to, to fall into ruin. The former kings had neglected the house of God. They didn't care. The house of God, places were broken. The house of God was in disorder. When you begin to seek God, as you love God, you will begin to do things for God. The, heart, the interest of God will become a priority on your heart. And that's one of the responsibilities of parents to teach the children not only to know God, but to serve God. Those who love God, serve God. Those who love God, they give to God. They bring money in order that they may, may be used for the service of God, for the purposes of God. Verse 12, the men did their work faithfully. So Josiah has sent people to say, go, the temple of the Lord has a problem. And we must make sure that the temple of the Lord is repaired. And they took money to go there. And the men did the work faithfully. But something happened in verse 14. While they were bringing out the money that had been brought, had been taken into the te temple of the Lord, Hilkiah the priest found the book of the law of the Lord that had been given through Moses. Hilkiah just said to Safan, the secretary, I have found the book of the law in the temple of the Lord. He gave it to Safan. This book had been there. And because people were no longer seeking God, 
When we talk about the book, we are talking about the Bible, the portion of the Bible that was available then. People were not really reading it. So it was in the temple of the Lord and was even lost. And this priest found it. And he, he, he presented it to these people who came. Then Shaphan took the book to the king and reported to him, your officials are doing everything that has been committed to them. They have paid out the money that was in the temple of the Lord and have entrusted it to the supervisors and workers. Then Shaphan, the secretary, informed the king. He carried the praise, has given me a book. And Shaphan read from it in the presence of the king. The first thing, they read the book, this portion of the Bible. The king listened to it. And I believe that every one of us, they have read the Bible to us at one point in time or the other. Or we ourselves have read the Bible. Verse 10. When the king heard the words of the law, he tore his robe. That was a mark of sorrow, of sadness, of repentance, of pains. He listened to what was inside. And he was shocked. He gave this order to Hikayah. Ahikam, son of Shaphan, Abdul, son of Micah, Shaphan, the secretary, and Isaiah, the, the king attendant. Go and inquire of the Lord for me and for the remnant in Israel and Judah about what is written in the book that has been found. Great is the Lord's anger that is poured out on us because our fathers have not kept the word of the Lord. They have not acted in accordance with all that is written in, in this book. Jesus <clears throat> said, this is terrible. Go and inquire. Because the things I am seeing, I, I, I am hearing, I did not see my parents obey it. My father did not obey. Our forefathers did not obey. The word of God is meant to be obeyed. And if you don't obey the word of God, Josiah said, the anchor of the Lord is against us. God is happy with those who obey his word. But God is displeased. Angry against those who disobey him. Do you read the word of God and you obey it? Do you respond the way King Josiah? That you see something in the word of God, you ask yourself, Have I been obeyed? <clears throat> and if you have not been obeyed, hey, you, you feel bad, you are convicted, and you decide that you have to change. We continue a bit. So he sent people to a prophetess to inquire of God. So they went to Huldah, the prophetess, from verse 23. She said to them, this is what the Lord, the God of Israel said, tell the man who sent you to, to me. This is what the Lord says, I am going to bring disaster on this place and its people and all the curses written in the in the book that has been read in the presence of the king because they have forsaken me. 
and burn incense to other gods and provoke me to anger by all that their hands have made. My anger will pour out on this place and will not be quenched. So the king was troubled and it was true because God was angry with the people. And God was saying he was going to judge them because they have not obeyed, they have worshipped idol. Verse 26, tell the king of Judah who sent you to inquire of the Lord. This is what the Lord, the God of Israel says concerning the word you have you heard. Because your heart was responsive and you humbled yourself before God when you heard what he spoke against this place and his people, and because you humbled yourself before me and tore your robes and wept in my presence. So when the, the, the prophet, the prophet was telling Josiah, when you read, when the word was read to you, you humbled yourself, you wept, you cried, you tore your robe. I said, because of that, I have heard you declare the Lord. Now I will gather you to your fathers and you will be buried in peace. Josiah was being told, because you humbled yourself when you heard the word, because you were not proud, because you were not resistant, you, you will die in peace. The judgment will not come upon you. Are you humble? Do you resist the word of God? Do you normally resist the word of God or you are humble? Do you normally respond and become obedient to the word that you hear or you harden your heart? The person who hears the word of God and is humble, is responsive and obeys the word of God will not be punished by God. As you put your life right with God, you will not be punished. But when you harden your heart, you come under the judgment of God. What did Hosea, uh, Josiah do? From verse 32, then he had everyone in Jerusalem and Benjamin, sorry, verse 29, then the king called together all the elders of Judah and Jerusalem. He went up to the temple of the Lord and with the men of Judah, the people of Jerusalem, the priests and the neighbor and all the people from the least to the greatest, he read in their hearing all the words of the book of the covenant which had been found in the temple of the Lord before they read it to the king. Now the king gathered everybody and now it is the king reading to them. It does not matter your position, what you grow, to, grow up to become. Be humble before God. When God touches your life, make sure that as God is changing your life, take the world to others so that God may equally change them. Don't become too big that you cannot preach the world. Josiah gathered the people, preached the word of God to them, Then, in verse 32, Then he and everyone in Jerusalem and Benjamin pledged themselves to it. They committed themselves to obey the word of God. The people of Jerusalem did this in accordance with the covenant of God 
the God of their father. Verse 33, Josiah removed all the detestable idols from all the territory belonging to the Israelites, and he had all who were present in Israel serve the Lord their God. What did he do? He removed all the idols, all the idols, all the idols. He gathered the people, read the word to them before the word was read to him. He was grieved. He repented. And he wanted to get more. And if you will go far with God, if you will become the great man that God desires to be, you to be, you should be a person who does not harden your heart when you listen to the word of God. You should be a person who goes to seek for counsel from the right people. You should be a person who as you receive the word of God, you humble yourself. You are not resistant. You are not proud. And because God is building you up, not just for yourself, God is building you up in order that he may use you to touch the lives of other people. You don't just keep the word of God to yourself. Josiah gathered others. You are being built up to be used by God. You were created for the purposes of God. And you are being built up in order that you will be used by God. So Josiah was touched. When God touches your life, when you encounter God, don't keep what has happened to you to yourself. Take the word to others. Gather others. Reach out to others. So that the same thing that has happened to you may happen to, to others. You have become a servant of God. God has changed you and God is releasing you to go and change others. And the Bible says, he got all the people present to serve the Lord, their God. Will God not be happy with you if you get other people to serve him? But if you get other people to serve the devil, God will be angry with you. As long as he lived, they did not fail to follow the Lord, the God of their fathers. As long as he was alive, they followed God. So he was a great king who got everybody to give themselves to serve the Lord. He got everybody, they gave themselves to serve the Lord. He pushed idols, he uprooted idols from Israel. He walked right with God. He was interested in the things of God. So as a child, what are you to do? Walk right with God. Reject the wrong example. Whether they are your parents, your sister, your brothers, or whoever, if they are doing what God does not want, do not copy their example. Choose the right example. Begin to seek God. And what God you read from the word of God, put it into practice. Don't let it just end there. Go and get other people. What has happened to your life, let it happen to their own lives. 
Because you are a servant of God, you have been raised up by God, changed by God, transformed by God, in order that God may use you. Open your Bible to Second Kings chapter 23. Look at God's evaluation of this king, Josiah. Neither before nor after Josiah was there a king like him who turned to the Lord as he did. So Josiah turned to the Lord with all his heart, with all his heart and with all his soul and with all his strength in accordance with the law of Moses. Deuteronomy chapter 6 verse 5 says, You shall love the Lord your God with all your soul, with all your, with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your strength. That is exactly what King Josiah did. He succeeded. He pleased God. He rejected evil. And he obeyed the law of the Lord. He loved God with all his heart. He turned to the Lord with all his heart. He uprooted idols. He fulfilled the mission for which he was born. Live to please the Lord. Be built up. Follow the right example. Seek God. Abandon all the things that are wrong in your life. And become an example that God will use to bring many other people to know him. Then God will be happy with you because God has used you to change the lives of multitude. And when they will go to heaven, they will be happy because you help them to reach heaven. They abandon evil. Do not promote evil. Run away from evil and be the right example that God will use to change the lives of many. What God has done in your life, don't let it end with you. Take the word to others. Help them to follow the Lord. But be an example so that other people will equally see and follow the Lord the way you are doing. And God will be happy with you. May God bless you.